What up, what up, what up? We all live from 95 with your boys Gabriel and... And we hope everybody had a happy, safe Thanksgiving. Ate some good food, had some good time with friends and family. Peace and love to all y'all out there. Keep enjoying the holiday season. Yep, yep. Um, And another busy week in hip-hop. Today we'll be covering... This will be a two-part episode. Heads up on that. This will be part one. Part two will be a different upload altogether. So be on the lookout for that. This first one will be taking a deep dive into the friendly little competitive sparring match between Tory Lanez and Joyner Lucas that's been going on for the last couple days. How you feel about that, just off the jump? Well, I love to see always hip-hop, man. I always love to see the battles. You know what I'm saying? That's what I grew up on. That's what I love. And um, Tory Lanez, as we spoke in the last episode, is a name that I am familiar with. And Joyner Lucas, of course, is one of artists that we spoke amongst couple episodes yeah we've been a huge fan of joiner for a long time so th- th- this whole thing was intriguing because i thought joiner was gonna wash tory um tory's not an artist i really keep up with i've heard his music he's you know he's i not not really something i would go to i definitely didn't expect him to come out the way he came out true and um we'll we'll decide our verdict after we go into the bars but i already know who i feel won the battle mm-hmm. see if that changes when we actually take a deep dive i've listened to all the songs and and kind of done a little like casual analysis, but we'll we'll really get into it here on the podcast. This all started when Tory on an interview somewhere, I forget where, said that he feels like he could go bar to bar with Joyner. And then Joyner kind of challenged him. And surprisingly, Tory Lanez responded with the Lucky You freestyle, which he spit over the Lucky You track from M's Kamikaze, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so I was before well before we read the lyrics, um, let's play it real quick and we'll pause this because I don't want us to get uh, flagged. And after we get a good review on hearing it, then we can actually break the bars down and see how we feel about the song. All right. Well, so we just heard the song again. Tori didn't know he had that kind of skill set, you know, chopping and all that. That's definitely a talent that I look for. That I give my, you know, I take my hat off to. As far as the song, I don't know. We're gonna have to break the bars down, but it sounds like he was just showboating. His skill. I don't. I don't really recall him saying anything crazy as I would expect in a rap battle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he made. He did say some line about Smash Brothers with a shell on his back. Thought that was funny. Um, what was your opinion on on the song? Um, I agree with you. It, I feel like Tori just came out and kind of just went over Lucky You and and spit with a similar you know flow. Just you know with the chopping it up, spitting fast. He had a couple of clever bars in there. He had a like a little triple entendre he was talking about, and we'll go into the bars in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the whole you know turn a steak into turn beef into a cheese steak, and then the whole Philly, and then he had the Rocky, so that little triple entendre, and then with he had a little couple bars where like he kept the cold theme going. So he definitely had like a good skill set there. To your point, it didn't sound anything crazy like a diss. It was more like. All right, Joyner disagreed that you can go bar for bar, so you just hopped on a track that he did to show that you can go bar for Agreed. bar for him. I don't think he went bar for bar with him. I think Joyner's verse on Lucky You was much better than this. I agree. Um, Both flow-wise, content-wise. But to your point, yeah, Tori was just showboating like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I could do this. Well, here you go. And big up to Tori because I didn't think you can do this. True. You know what I mean? So for people who aren't familiar with him, or even for those who are familiar with him and didn't know he could rap like this, you know, it was it was a good look for him. But let's let's get into the bars because that's where we're really gonna see what's up. Because motherfuckers could spit fast and not say shit. 
Yeah. And it could sound good. And that don't mean nothing. And that's kind of what he was saying at the end, which I disagree with what he was saying. He was like showboating at the end of the track, like, oh, y'all, y'all thought y'all had the special sauce. I yeah. could do this rap fast stuff too. It's it's not just rapping fast that's cool. Like, yeah, it's appealing to the ear. But Joyner is great because he raps fast and he has hella content that nothing I've heard from Tory can even come close to. Yeah. You know what I'm talking? You know, we got... We got um, Am I racist? We got Frozen, where he talks about, you know, the, 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 the car accident. The, the car accident. He has Happy Birthday, where he talks about, oh. you know, The Kid, which is one of my first songs that I heard from Jordan Lucas. Um, he has a lesser known track from his first um, mixtape, you know, What Would Jesus Do, which is crazy. Rock, rock, uh, Ross Cappuccino. That one. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think anything Tory has produced can come close to what Joyner's put out there creatively and musically and lyrically. So I just want to get that out the way. Like it's not just a rap fast thing. Joiner Joiner does his fucking thing. Um, but let's let's go into the lyrics. See if there's anything that stands out, right? Mm-hmm. I got a million foes, I can go silly with those. I got a pocket rocket down a cock and chop and pop a nigga that really imposed. Great rhyme scheme, great flow, but really not saying much. Um, niggas that's with me is villains and hoodies that lost all their good and their feelings on road. It's so appealing the feeling of killing a nigga that pose. Get Milli Vanilli with those. Turn a beef plate to a cheesesteak, bitch. I be really in Philly with those. Neck Rocky as a blizzard. A nigga flex gotten bigger. This is where he got a little bit creative to me, which is like, all right, it's nothing crazy, but I see what you're doing here. You know, it's it's, it's so appealing the feeling of killing a nigga that pose, like trying to, you know, call Joiner a poser, I guess, right? And then get Milli Vanilli with those, comparing him to, you know, Milli Vanilli, the fucking 90s duo that trash. <laughs> uh, then again, the triple entendre I mentioned before, beef plate to a cheese steak. I really be in Philly with those ne- neck rocky as a blizzard, you know. And then he continues with the cold theme. My wrist so chilly, it froze. Really, I'm colder than ever. My niggas going for whatever. Uh, niggas gripped up fifth tuck in the snow, storm or weather. So he continues with that that cold theme, which is cool. Sandstorm or the desert, hands down on the desi. Just again. I, I continues with the cold theme, but really not saying nothing. Like you're just saying, I, you know, you niggas got, you know, guns ready for beef or whatever, um, which is nothing creative or spectacular. Uh, leave his whole body bloody, like shorty done putting a tampon on already. That was that was the dope line. Uh, shooting with a Vietnam cannon out the Peter arm on the levee. See the charm on already. We go to jail. This shit will be fine. We'll meet up with friends because all our man's gone, gone already. Do do what else? Either double R stitching is that, or the Bentley being a seat. Double R stitching is like stitching in like the cars, but again, when you show in your, you know, fucking materialistic shit, like um, I got my D in a freak. I gotta be in repeat. She wanna eat every morning. I treated like porridge and gave her the cream of the week. Those are clever lines, but it got nothing to do with Joiner. I'm already halfway done with the verse as you was, you know, saying saying your piece. And I haven't seen anything that's like a battle. It, it's just like I said in the beginning, it's just him showboating. And if you want to touch on when he was chopping it fast, he's like, oh, hit him with the mini mag. Is he really bad that I got to hit him with that bigger gap? Matter of fact, where me that? Literally at, at the spot that he said that he'll be at. But where is he at? Like, really, nigga, if you're really telling me that? Like, he's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't prepared to hit him with a felony act. Like, you thought I would never react. Have a nigga looking like he trying to fight and smash bros when a nigga put a shell in his back. Like, 
That was the only line that stuck out from the whole song. Yeah, shell in his back, like Super Smash Brothers, the game when you throw a shell and also shell in his back, said, like a, a gun shell it, to your back. Like, it said if, if like that was what I caught, and it still sticks out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a, it was a clever line. No, I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah, but like out of the whole song, if that's like the only line that I could remember, yeah, it, it's funny to me. Um, I'm reading it, and again, like I said, bro, he's he's showboating that he can go, I guess, bar for bar with Joiner. Yeah, that's what but, this first song is about. But again, I disagree. He can go. He can do the style. He can chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can have clever lines in there, you know, double entendres, metaphors. It was a few lines that I was like, oh, that shit was hard. That was tough. That was clever. But to your point, nothing, not much directly at Joiner, which I don't think was the intent of this, right? I, this, I agree. I think, I think it was just like you said, like we said. Given the whole, the rest of the tracks that came out, this is more like a bait, which Joiner bit on, and we'll get to Joiner's the Liddy freestyle. Um, so now we're going into Jarner's response. Right. So Mid- Tori, that shit was mad basic to me. Like again, the the skill set, the rapping fast, the flow, cool, got it. But all right. So now Jarner responds with Liddy freestyle. Um, I feel hands down, Jarner got that. Um, there's a lot of clever moments. There's a lot of punchlines. Again, what a rap battle is. Now Jarner's getting a little bit more into it. You know, after after Tori called him out. I mean, he had me laughing within three seconds. So r- right off the jump, he comes in with like creative, jokey punchlines, but then he also plays on facts. And again, we talked about that in the past about uh, when we're doing a battle. You know, when you when you spit facts that nobody knows, stuff that's behind the scenes. But I think a lot of people know about um Tory Lane's uh, the hairline replacement. He yeah. said it he said it in an interview. Yeah, so I mean, you know what I'm saying, it's not something that he brought to light, but you know what I'm but saying. But he played on that fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you when you make facts and flip them in a battle, that yes. adds that little extra like punch to it. So he had a couple of those moments and I yeah, I mean, I think he picked them apart. So if we're calling in this round 1, I'll definitely give it to Joiner, but let's go into why uh that was. So we off the jump you know, what's up with you R&B niggas trying to turn rappers and trappers? You should just stay in your lane, bro. You sound like Parappa the Rapper. That had me crying. Bro, Parappa the Rapper for all my, my PlayStation 1 fiends out there. PS2 too. It. Yeah, they, they dropped the remastered. Yeah. And yeah, I'm guilty of purchasing it too because it's that stupid. game was official. <laughs> but the reason why that was hilarious was Parappa the Rapper was just, it was this game where it was kind of like Guitar Hero, but like rapping with Parappa the Rapper, this yeah, character. Yeah. And he rapped fast, but he wasn't really saying shit. <laughs> Kick. Punch. You know I mean, yeah, like it was just, it was just funny. So, I feel like that was a good play on the first track Tori put out, right? Yeah. And then he plays on his height. You know, I'm looking down on you. You talk to me. You should grab you a ladder. You swung at me. Only jabbed in my bladder. You Why know, you disappear like, like Abracadabra. Like that was clever. Um, what other bars that I think were funny? Oh, you and Trippy better have you some backup. Ren and Stimpy looking aggy and staggered. That shit was hilarious. It was called them uh, <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Yo. And again, playing on their their you know physical appearances and making that joke like that shit was funny. Which other ones? Oh, you challenged me. What the fuck is you thinking? Way too much weed. What the fuck is you drinking? So on on the Instagram live shit where Tori was was talking shit, he was smoking. Mm-hmm. So again, I like this play. It's like similar to what M did when he dissed MGK when he was just like, oh, you popping a bottle to this? Yeah. Right. He referenced something they did on social media, uh, which I thought was clever. It was, you know, like, what the fuck was you drink, drinking? What was you on? What was you smoking that you think you could fuck with me? Yep. Uh, then he brought, he said, I brought the tsunami. You fuckers are sinking. That was clever and dope. 
Uh, leave all that lyrical shit up to me. I'm a savage that bang. Bring all your Prada suits back to Lee Chang. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, we'll go back to that Chino that sold you the bootleg shit. <laughs> Take all that auto-tune back to T-Pain. That was hard, too. I swear you R&B rappers is strange. You okay, but ain't nobody favorite. You, you right, you ain't nobody major. Mm-hmm. That's tough to me because he's like, all right, you all right, you make a music, but you're nobody's favorite rapper. <laughs> like, you're nobody major. You're on nobody's top five list. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not in the conversation. You just make cool music. <laughs> like, stay in your lane, like you said in the beginning, right? Yep. 5'3", five. Five, you ain't nobody dangerous. Yo, is Tory really 5'3"? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's man. a small ass dude. That is a small dude. With hairline replacements. Ah! Yeah. Uh, maybe that weed you were smoking had you feeling confident. Again, playing on that. Uh, this shit was funny. Maybe that doctor put something inside of your head when you got your new hairline replacement. Brat. So, yeah, Tori again on the interview admitted that he did the hairline replacement, which big ups him for admitting it, but when yeah, you get so into a battle, you know you won't, you won't up, get it. Just pulled, I just pulled that that up real quick because um, he reportedly saying that he had a bad, badly receiving hairline, <laughs> which is why he is usually seen wearing hats, caps, and other headwear accessories. And he revealed it on Real 92.3 interview that there he got his go. hairline surgery and it wasn't cheap. And he paid over 75 stacks for the procedure to be done. That's wild. Can I have 75 stacks? She. <laughs> um, but yeah, so again, just that first verse alone, plenty of clever punchlines, direct hits. Shit was funny. The hook was also a good hook for a diss track. I enjoyed the hook, actually. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, but then again, verse two, he just goes off the jump. I'm the leader of the new school with a screw loose. Oh, you niggas blues clues with a fruit juice. Like, yo, like y'all elementary. <laughs> like calling them, you know what I'm saying? Like you blues clues. Turn your Jimmy shoes into FUBU. Oh, there's another hit. They compare me to M. They compare you to Iggy. <laughs> they compare me to meth as a meth man. They compare you to uh, Glizzy. I don't know who Glizzy is. Oh, Shy Glizzy, a.k.a. Hefe, is a hip-hop artist from Southeast D.C. Never heard of him. But yeah, so I'm again, I guess comparing you to artists, not many people know. Yeah. Uh, I'm Leonardo da Vinci and I paint a picture with color, which against what we were saying, some of the songs he's put out, you know, these stories, these super lyrical, amazing story tracks with messages that he puts out, he paints pictures. So I like that he he included that. Um, I already got cake and I don't need no butter. We already got a Drake and we don't need another. That was hard. <laughs> that was tough because yeah. Let Drake do the fucking R&B rap shit. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a monster at doing that. I'm going to do what Drake should have did a while ago. Throw your ass off a clip. Make you say Geronimo. Yeah, like, yo, these are news that was fucking with you. But I'm going to, you know, they should have been got radio ass. So I'm, I'm going to do it. What you going to do when the fucking blunt's gone? Because I wanted all the smoke. I ain't even puff along. That was tough. And before that, he says, go back in the booth. Make, make another, another love song. song. And then, then he, this is when he goes in with the chopping. Yeah. Nigga, I've been packing a black Mac with it. Wrapped in the backpack with a sack and a Mad Max. In the back of the black cab, yo. With a gat and a snapback, put a cap in your back, fat. Murder you and your whack little cat in the hat raps. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was tough. So, again, he's spinning fast here, but it's not just speed. It's clever lines and, and, and content, right? He's being clever with it. Mad Max references, you know, the cat in the hat shit's hilarious. Finna stab you, jab back, and clap at you mad fast. When you're singing, you ain't half bad, but you rapping like Razzcaz. That I don't get, to be honest. Because Raz Kaz is considered like a, a dope rapper. So that that I got to take point away from Joyner on that. Because I know Raz Kaz is considered... I, I was never like a huge fan of his, but I've heard him on features with very well-known MCs. Like true, you know what I'm saying? Like hip-hop MCs. He's well-regarded in, in the culture. Like in the genre. So 
that's more of a compliment than anything, I would think. So that that I gotta be objective and like join her. I think you slipped up with that bar. And I bet that you're mad sad because you're about to get laughed at and buried in trash bags left in a hatchback. See, that's again fast, thick rhyme scheme, but clever. Right, like yo, people, you about to get laughed at, buried in trash bags. Like you about to get laughed at for this, this, and they gonna leave your shit in the trash. Like no, nobody's gonna get it. He said, "Come out and play. You my prey. You the goat. I'm a dinosaur." Yeah, that that was tough. Fucking dinosaurs eat the goat. Right. All right, so I was a clever playing words. I'm done made my own way like I'm supposed to. All you niggas did what you was told to, Tory. While your songs always sound like a rerun. <laughs> I just want my refund. Refund, yeah, that's funny. Like, yo, all your songs sound the same. I want my money back because I bought a whole fucking album and every song's the same shit. It's pretty much what he's saying, right? There's like no diversity in his in his in his uh, works. Funny looking ass, go and eat some, nigga. I ain't never had to get my fucking teeth done, nigga. Again, like cracking on shit that he's done. You know his his physical appearance. And then he had that line that I know you didn't like. Well, before I, that, too, the reason why Tor, um, Jonah said that is because before Tory became big in the music industry, he had a gap between his teeth, which he later fixed up with. Oh, some motherfuckers just be fixing up everything, bro. So He gets his hairline replaced, he gets his teeth redone. You know? I think he needs some J. Cole in his life, bro. Hey. Oh, he needs to go listen to Smile. Oh, 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 yeah. From Bowen Center. Yeah, Tory, go listen to Cook and Smile, my dude. And then this line, I know we spoke about this, right? And and there was some controversy with it. Um, I mean, it, it definitely we spoke about this. Um, me and Six Nine had tribute red bitch on the couch. She was giving us a threesome, nigga. The first time I heard that, I was like, whoa, ain't that bitch on the age? I don't know her age. She looks like she's twelve. Yeah, I don't know. The first time I heard it, I thought it was tough, not because of the context of it, because I know Six Nine and Trippy Red have been going back and forth about who fucked whose bitch and whatever. So I was like, oh, that was a hard jab at Trippy Red. But at the same time, I could see how it could be cringeworthy. Cause yeah, I don't know how old. I don't. I don't know. I don't follow these people. If so I mean, but judging from the pictures that I see, I guess she's like the same age of him, if not trippy red. You know, so I don't know. But she looks. She looks type young. But yeah, so that was, in, was like a teetering along the line. But overall, you know, Joyner definitely killed them with with this one. So now Tori comes back with Liddy again, All right. freestyle. Let's get into that real quick. Yeah, so we just we just listened to it again. I initially thought Tori took it with that, but now listening it closer, I I think Joyner won for multiple reasons, and we'll we'll get into it right now. Was that Liddy again? All right, so we're gonna break this shit down bar for bar because this is where a lot of people, including myself, initially thought Tori took it, but I'm I'm changing my initial thought. So he comes out off the jump with a with a hard bar, right? He comes out kill a pussy nigga with his pantyhose on. Because the gun is equipped for whatever hand it goes on. The pantyhose line was clever. That shit made me chuckle. Then right after that, he says, To kill a backpack nigga with his Jansport on. That was tough. The geek ass, the wee bad shit was whack. Again, just generic shit. The shit he was yeah, saying before, pretty the, much, bro. Pull the heat thing. fast and blast and leave that nigga with a seat back. Nigga, I'm a number one nigga in no time. I've been waiting for... Nigga says nigga a lot in this song, bro. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, when you have to... When that's a crutch... To rhyme shit, like yeah, it's not it's it's that's weak to me, and One, that two, happens a lot in this song. Yeah, like every other bar, he's saying nigga. Like you couldn't replace that word with any other word to rhyme. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's that's why I feel like it lost, it lost points. In addition to this, the generis is like it's so generic. Well, like you're just talking about a million ways to kill him. Like <laughs> you was doing that in the last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, going off of a bar that does intrigue me, right? Which I don't know how we feel about that, right? Eminem couldn't get you to a million on the gram. Chris Brown tried. Nigga failed both times. I didn't took your page to a million in a day. If you ask me, nigga, I'm your motherfucking cosign. So I think that was a tough bar, and I'll give I'll give Tory points for that, because I don't know how true that is. I ain't you know I don't look at Joiner's page, but I know Joiner's gotten hella hype over this. Like people who've never heard of Joiner are like, yo, who is this dude? He's nasty. Like I've seen that on Twitter and you know social media stuff. So I give him props for that. Like that was a tough that was a tough shot. But I disagree with the Eminem part. And well, he, he he references that later, so I'll get into that when he references um, that later. Going off of Genius real quick, right? It says, when the feud between the two started, Jonas' Instagram had just recently reached 1 million followers, while Tory's Instagram has 3.2. Tory's implying that the buzz between this rap battle has caused Jonah followers to rise. Yeah, and so, it has. So, like I said, you know, points for that. But then, again, like the generic shit. I'm going to hit the pussy-ass nigga with a clothesline. I'm going to have to catch a nigga slipping on my own time. I just took the flame on a private ass plane. I was matched to just catch this nigga slipping in his hometown. Like, all right, so you're going to go find him in his hometown and do something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. that generic shit. And then he, he goes around, around, right? He goes around and says around a lot. And it's not in the sense where we've referenced it where Lil Wayne does does this effectively and cleverly. Joel Ortiz does it effectively and cleverly. Here is just, you're just throwing the word around, around. <laughs> you feel me? He says, yeah, yeah I see what go around, come around, and go around. What? Like, what come around goes around, done. Like, you're adding another go around? <laughs> like, you're being redundant. So, I got his whole going round like it go around? Let these niggas know I'm not the one to tow. I'm not the one to tow the toe around. Singing ass nigga, not the one to leave your hoe around. I guess. You know what I'm saying? He like, you to, just... He had, to, he had to throw that in there. He had to throw the R&B in there. Like, I, Mr. Steal Your Girl, Trey Yeah, Song. like, yo, yeah. you're, not, you're not Trey Songs. And again, around, around, around. Like there was no clever use of the word "around." I feel, in my opinion, I don't know. How, do you agree? Disagree? I agree. Um, again, this is a technique used by like you know top tier MCs like Lil Wayne's or Lil and others. They do it effectively. Have, I don't feel like this ways, was effective. You have ways of using rhyme schemes, right? Where you can mean it a different time the second time around, which is like yeah. how we say you know Joel Ortiz does or Lil Wayne does, you know, time to time. Um, a lot of other rappers do, but then there's the escape go where I just put a word at the end just so that I can say things. Yeah, you know and it I'm means saying? the same every time. And sometimes it doesn't make sense, and sometimes it's redundant. And like yeah, it, it sounds good to the ears, you know what I'm saying? But it, at the it end doesn't of the day, though. What are you? What are you saying? <laughs> like, like, you see, you're going off of how we feel, but yeah. there's people here who who don't mind that. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? You. That's because it sounds good. Just like when you first heard that song, you thought, hey, you know what? Tory might have gotten it, but as you break the bars down and you you know. You hear what he's saying, people are really not saying nothing. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? If I keep saying the word flower, something, 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 flower, something, 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 flower, and make it sound good, you you know, the listeners who don't care for the stuff that we do, yeah, find that entertaining. True. Um, but yeah, then again, more generic shit. About to hit him with the end of the K. Word of my niggas in heaven. I'm about to send him away. So again, another fucking death threat reference. <laughs> like, his shit is getting old and already. Then, and then after that, I'm exhausted. I killed this nigga two times, 24 hours, man. This shit's been a repetitive day. That was all right. I like that bar. I, I don't like think he bar. killed him two times, though. 
I don't but, I don't believe I, I believe he believes that, but right. I, I like the bar. Agreed. You know? Uh and I don't understand this. Nigga tell me is it Jonah Lucas, Lucas Jonah. Yeah, like you don't know his name? That was that was whack. That was weak. I'm the nigga who destroy you. Coop deploy you, label drop you, who's the lawyer? But y'all contract front done back and he be who employer. Oops, I'm going. Who's condoning? Juice and Jones and um I, I feel like I get what he was trying yeah, to so say. So Coop Coop deploy you is a play on like, you know, Coop the tie. So basically like he's what he's doing is going to cause the label to drop him, right? And then he's going to buy the contract back and then he's going to he's going to be joiner's boss is what he's saying. Like so he he got the the enough He's basically saying what I'm doing right now is going to cause your label to drop you and then I'm going to buy you out and I'm going to be your boss. Yeah. Like, I, I get like it. I get it. He could he have said it in a different way, possibly. Nah, I think those those are, those are tough bars. I'll give him points for those. I mean, it's it sounds it sounds broken to me, though. Like, I understood what he was saying, so the point got across, but I, I mean, if it was me, I would have said it in a different way. Yeah. That's just me. Um. Then he says something about... Uh, Try to ask this pussy ass nigga who the fuck wants smoke, but the light skinned niggas in your crew too spooked to join in. Okay. Yeah, that was just. I mean, let's be real. That was a racist ass bar, bro. <laughs> like, just because Joiner is, is light skinned, half white, or like his crew may be light skinned, like what? Just because of that, they not, they not tough or they not hard. You think they're gonna be scared? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I I don't like the whole light skin card. I think that's just that's just weak. I mean, like again, I get it. It's a rap battle, right? Um, yeah, but it's, it's, it doesn't but, matter. But but I feel like I feel like if you have to pull that card, I feel like you're, you're reaching. Yeah. Like let's talk real shit. Let's talk disaster. Let's talk um, hollow the dawn. Let's talk, you know, these real fucking battle rappers out here that really do this. Don't pull that card, and if they do, they're way clever, more clever with it. You know what I mean? Way more clever with it. And again, he says nigga fucking a million times. I'm a nasty nigga, then you could ask these nigga. The shoddy dumping popping up out of the backseat, nigga. I'm about to leave his body bloody like a maxi, nigga. But I feel like all he's talking about is killing. Right. That's what I'm saying. And it's not creative. That's not that's it's not rhyming. battle. He has that's the not, rhyme scheme there. Yeah, it, it's like I said. It's, he's rapping fast with it. It's there. And that blood, leave you bloody like a maxi, nigga, is similar to the tampon bar he had yeah. in the first one. So that's redundant again. Like, Hold on. Yeah, yeah. This bar cracks me up. Attacks these niggas. Get at these niggas. Attack these niggas. You wasn't attacking him like the whole fucking song saying you're gonna murder him. This is that like now now you're gonna yeah. attack him again and again nigga 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 like yo <laughs> say something else to me like rhyme something else be more creative. The venom is arachnid nigga like okay so you spin venom like an arachnid got it. Um, I'm about to kill the man and the man that done back these niggas and blame any and blame any man that'll try to dap you nigga and clap any stand fan that attract you niggas like okay <laughs> you're just. Rhyming words, bro. This is the perfect example of rapity rap. Yeah. Like, you're just rhyming words. It sounds... It may sound okay to your ear because it's a lot of rhyming words, but you're not saying shit. The only, the only thing I agree with you. Now, going into this next stuff, I feel like this is where he gets a little personal, right? Yes, this is where I, I'll give him points. See, your daddy was a magician that never made it. Because when you was born, nigga, it was you or him. Shadow knowing... Hold on, that again. Why, why do you have to throw nigga in there? Yeah, you want to continue it? I lost. Uh, Shattered knowing he would never make it as an artist, and the odds of his life probably be two to one. But I give it to him because he didn't run. I guess he figured, man, when you look at it in a nutshell, all I got is a failed music career, and my revenge is getting, giving that shit to my son. So that was mad clever, right? Because he's talking about, yo, your dad was a failed musician, but you know he he ate that and he 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 
accepted that, but he was like, yo, my revenge for failing in the music industry is going to pass a failed career onto my son. It was clever. I'll give him points for that. That was dope. Those are a couple dope bars. Uh, and then he gets back to the fucking basic shit. Nigga, I'm a flossy nigga. They try to toss me, nigga. The 45th, I get them off me, nigga. Like 45th, like 45 caliber gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I block niggas Chris Bosch, these niggas. Like a whack-ass NBA rhyme. Sorry. Like, yo, these NBA references got to go, bro. They're, they're mm-hmm. old. And they're, they're not they're not, they're not, not cool anymore. Um, I figures pitch posh to niggas. I dump niggas. Jump crisscross these niggas. Again, yo, you saying niggas every mm-hmm. fucking like other mm-hmm. word, bro. The pump leave him slump in the car seat. How many times have you heard that line? Yeah. The skunk in the trunk was an awkward nigga. What? That thought he didn't need to have caution with him? You lost me, bro. I'm sure that stunk in the trunk was fucking awkward. A cornball with a Boston fitted. I said, hold up, my nigga. This shit crazy. Um, niggas, this this one, he caught him. I, and this is this this line made me rethink the whole trippy 6ix9ine shit, right? He said, niggas say he out here running threesomes with the nigga that's in court dealing with the kid cases. <laughs> that was hard. I got to give Tori yeah, for that. That yeah, was that I was a, that was a stiff fucking body shot. And again, right there. like we talked about, like Jonah should have not do that. Like there's a million other ways and other things he could have said to get back at Trippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't need to see, involve himself into it. Oh, he could have said that, you know, I don't know. Shit. That shit was that shit was funny. So yeah, yo, big points for Tori on that because that was that was hard. I got five plaques this year. You did a whole song on Eminem and still don't even have one, nigga. Then you gotta get your facts right. Because Joyner actually did get his first platinum plaque off of Lucky You with M. So there your your facts is just wrong. Still you got him five to one. <laughs> but you know, that that's not an actual fact. So check that before you spit it. He said his litty verse was whack. This was hard. Hit me for a hook. Maybe get a plaque, young nigga. Like, but again, nigga, nigga, nigga. Yo, I swear. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, you could. I don't know. For me, if you're if you're a wordsmith like that, you again. I feel like he's using that word as a crutch. This whole song. Yeah, be smart like a Harvard nigga. Don't start with niggas. Again. Listen, this this bar. I don't know how you felt about it, but it was weak to me, Which right? One? This is my son. I'm going to tell him like Star Wars, Lucas, I'm your father, nigga. I thought it was clever. I like it. Like but Luke, I, uh, yeah. to play on his name with Star Wars. Like, But like, who's Tori to say that? Like, you know what I'm saying? His he's father. He's trying to say like, he's sonning. Yeah, I know what he's saying. Yeah. I know what he's saying, nigga. But he, you're not sonning nobody, <laughs> But bro. he feels that way. Like like the earlier Rom, he was like, yo, I killed you. I killed you twice in 24 hours. It's been a repetitive day. Yeah. Like, I don't think you killed him twice in 24 hours, but the bar, it was a hard bar. Like, maybe if they were battling and, and like, it was... Hands down, that Tory got it, and the world knows Tory got it. Just like back in the days with with um with um ja Rule and M, like everybody know who took that one, right? Yeah. And, and the whole shady camp. So we we knew, right? So then you can have bragging rights to be like, you hold know on, what? this this part I want to fucking demolish right now. I did not peep this. I'm gonna fucking tear this apart. Sorry, Tory. He said Buster Rhymes impersonating worthless baby irks him daily. If you're wild, because there was a video. Where Buster Rhymes was watching the Ross Cappuccino music video for the first time. And he compared Joyner Lucas to Nas. Nice. So, if if he's saying Joyner irks Buster Rhymes daily, it's the complete opposite. Buster has the utmost respect for Joyner Lucas. So, that bar was whack. And then this one, right? Hurts to say it. Burger flipping, birth in eighties, trying to be a nineties baby, thirty something, trying to chase it. Another one, get your facts right. Joiner's twenty nine, so pushing thirty. Birth in eighties, trying to be a nineties baby. So what is he saying? He's trying to like make music that's more similar to the nineties. He's trying to say that he's trying to lie, you know, trying to act like he's still 
In oh, birth in the eighties. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's twenty. He's twenty nine. So technically, he was born in eighty nine. But that's close enough to the nineties. So all right, I got it. Eh. But then do your math, motherfucker. Clearly, he's not thirty something. I'm sorry, yo. Just get facts right. <laughs> he says, um, they ain't like none of. Uh, I guess he's um, Tory Lane's coming back. And what am I gonna do this time? They ain't like none of my diss lines. Everybody oh, so now knows. he's talking from the perspective of yeah. he's Joiner Lucas, right? No, yeah. Everybody knows I can spit in quick time, even if the lines as as shitty as six nine. So that I like as it is to six nine. I don't like that as it is to Joiner because again, Joiner does not have shitty lines. I mean, you're gonna compare any song from Joiner, and you're gonna try to compare it with Six Nine's pussy. Not Got even that compare way. anything Hold that Joiner put out to to- anything Tory no, put out. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So you're gonna have um, you're trying to say that Joiner, right? And this is Tory, right? Mm-hmm. So Tory's saying that Joiner's lines are similar to Six Nine. So I'm just gonna say something from Six Nine, and let's just say. <laughs> Pussy got that wet wet, got that drip drip, got that super soaker, hit that she a fifi, her name Kiki, she eat my dick like it's free free, I don't even know like why I did that. So Hold on, she on, eats dick bro? I don't that, even, I don't want to know what that feels like. She eat my dick like it's free free, I don't even know like why I did that. You're comparing Joner to that. That's exactly. Hilarious. That's hilarious. That's a stretch, bro. That's not even. That's a fucking stretch. Trip halfway around the world and around (laughs) the block and down into the sewers and through the subway and back again. That yo, no way in hell. No way in hell, bro. (laughs) Nope, not doing it. Again, he just continues and from the perspective of Joiner saying, Yo, I ain't got no songs. When I go, I spit freestyles. Are you not familiar with Joiner's catalog? He has no hits. I'll give him that. Joyner has no hits. He's never been mainstream until, you know, the lucky you with M. But he got he got songs. Try to make songs about depression, but nobody ever get it. So I take it out on popping niggas beats now. I never even ever trapped. I ain't never slung a gat. But the world don't know. So fuck it. I'm a G now. I got to check you on that as a Joyner fan. And this is not being a Joyner stand. Again, just checking you on facts. Joyner never says he's a gangster. He has plenty of songs where he says he's not a gangster. He, when he's talking about you, you know, using a gun or being in the trap, it's he's telling a story, right? So I guess Tori doesn't get that. Well, what Tori is saying, Tori still points out how Lucas remixes still outperform his original songs. Jonah has become known for his freestyles, which has been from Gucci Gang by Little Pump to Bank Account by Twenty One Savage and even Mask Off by Future. These songs are some of the most popular Joyner has ever had, and his Gucci Gang remix is more popular than any sad song he's released. That was a quote and unquote. Okay, so I'll, I'll give him points. I'll give him points for that. If Okay, I got you. Yeah, because Joyner did make a lot of buzz off of his remixes and off other people's beats. So I'll give him points for that. But again, the bars was like, yo, I ain't never trapped. I ain't never slung a gap, but the world don't know it, so fuck it, I'm a G now. Like, Joyner never tried to be a G. He never yeah. claimed it. He never, nah. So, but I'll give him points for, for the, the bar that you broke down. Cause that that was hard then. That, that was a was hard shot. I'll give Tory credit for that. That shit was tough. I got a hundred bunch of bullets about to put them all in them. Again, like basic shit. Yeah, nigga right, walked I, yeah, in I with a hundred rounds in him and he seen a nigga chicken. I was coming down. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Backpack niggas ain't selling no records. Better dumb it down with it. When you come around with it, you lost my respect there. Tory, if you say you're a rapper of caliber and you trying to show people you do this, you're you're telling. You're telling people to dumb it down? That's the opposite of what we're trying to do out here, yo. Yeah, exactly. 
We tired of y'all dumbing it down. Stop dumbing it down, man. So that that got that just as a hip hop fan got me tight. Like it's cool to dumb it down again. We've had this conversation before on this podcast. You know, there's there's dope party records. There's time and place for everything. That's cool. But to make a blanket statement talking about yo, you ain't selling no records. Better dumb it down with it when you come around with it. Nah, go listen to Dumb It Down by Lupe Fiasco. Mm. Tori, mm. then come back. So overall, how do you feel about that now? Um, I, I feel like Joyner's Liddy freestyle went harder than this one. Um, I agree. Um, I believe there's still one more. Right? Yeah, Joyner's last this, which was weak. Which was we're gonna we're gonna yeah. re-listen to it and break the bars down. We'll be honest about it. So yeah, hands down, bro. After hearing that, Joyner's the man, bro. A lot of again punchlines, funny moments, and he. Sunned him the right way, especially that little scene where he has the kid in the background. And I do feel like he was a little bit juvenile at times, and he could have done better. But yeah. I guess that's just... I know I, you have expectations of certain people. Mm-hmm. My expectations... This is Joyner's first battle. I had higher expectations, but... But but you've seen it in the interviews, too, when they were FaceTiming each other. Like, Joyner didn't take it as a serious threat. So, Joyner was just playing around the whole time. And yeah, sparring. That's, it's going to show that Joyner ain't taking it serious. God forbid the day that somebody does step on Jonah's toes and Jonah gets serious, I think that's when you're gonna see the Jonah that you're expecting. I don't, I don't even think Jonah's gonna have a chance. I, I, I mentioned this to you, but it was funny because in the midst of this, Royce the Five Nine just tweeted, "Yo, leave Jonah alone." Oh my god! That's it. That was the whole tweet. Leave Jonah alone. Bro, hashtag <laughs> bad meets evil meets worse. Yo, so I think if it ever was a serious issue with Jonah, like Jonah, I don't, I don't think he'd even He's have got, a chance to reply. Yeah, if it was ever serious, like people are gonna have issues. Because they're voice alone. But let's get into this uh, ZZ freestyle from Joyner so we can break down the bars and objectively show y'all why Joyner won this battle, at least in our opinion, right? Again, off the jump. Yo, nigga saying, what a great battle, but you're about to see a fucking snake rattle. That was tough. I like that creativity, right? That image. Um, And to your point, right? Like, yeah, Joyner's not taking this quite serious yet because a rattlesnake will rattle before he bites. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yo, you're about to see a fucking snake rattle. Like, I'm just rattling my tail right now. I'm not biting yet. I'm about to attack. I'm not biting yet, right? You want me to. So that was was tough. I like that you brought that up because that was perfect with this line. Um, This bar was hard. I'm truly sorry that you stuck inside of Drake's shadow. When are you going to overcome? When are you going to level up? When are you going to grow another foot? That I don't get. So I got to look up that shit up quick. Oh, another foot like height. I'm an idiot. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, that shit was tough. Because again, he's making these comparisons to, you know, to Drake and Tori again. Like, yo, in the last in the last track, he was like, We don't need another Drake. But this time he twists it, right? So something similar, but he's saying something different. Like, we don't need you, we got Drake. And now he's like, yo, when are you gonna be your own man and get out of Drake's shadow? Because you're basically trying to follow his formula, so it could, right? It, it could be more meanings, right? Because it could mean that, or he could just be again taking a shot of his height. Like, literally, bro, when are you gonna... Oh, word, because Drake is taller than... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna grow? You're going to foot. Yo, that's funny. Um, What else? What other couple balls here? Uh, And everything... Oh, this shit was tough. Uh, When are you gonna show us that you number one? Because he's talking all this shit, right? But, you know, I don't know where he's at on the billboards and all that. And everything that you accomplished in some years about to take me just a couple months. Don't you think I'm bluffing neither? That was tough because Joyner knows he's about to blow the fuck up if he plays his cards right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So with that confidence Joyner has, like, yo, it took you years to get to where you're at. I'm going to be where you're at in a couple months. Yeah. So that was tough. Um, How you almost signed to Justin Bieber? 
Yeah, I was trying to look into that to see if anything about it, but all I found was that a they, collab. they did a collab. So I got to take a point away for Joyner on that. Just, again, the same the same criticism I gave to Tori about get your facts right. Yo, Joyner, get your facts right. I mean, maybe there's more to it that, that it's released. Maybe he mm, knows something. But possibly. again, yeah, it is what it is, right? Uh, you look like a fucking beaver. That was juvenile and weak to me. That, well, that's, that's, again, that's a shot at him, I guess, when he had the gap teeth, right? Cause, yeah, but that's along the lines of fucking beard is weird. Hair looks like a man bun. Like, I'm tired of these... these these the, these weak ass like juvenile fucking this is yeah mm-hmm. like be more creative with it I okay. ain't like that one. He said ten years in the game, but your ass still sitting on bleachers. Boy, you're just another diva. <laughs> <laughs> Heard your grandma kicked you out the house screaming, "Sorry, we don't fucking need you." That was hard. Because <laughs> it's a reference to Tory Lane's song 2016 called "I Told You," where Tory details being kicked out of his house of his grandmother in 2008. Yeah, so that was a tough reference back to Tory's track. It's also just a tough jab. In general, like yo, <laughs> that's that's grimy, yo. Like you got kicked out by, by your grandma, and they said they don't need you. Like that's you know, a, a personal blow there. Uh, why your daddy up and leave you? I guess this is how they fucking treat you. Like yo, mm-hmm. I guess right. And you my puppet, you my cousin Skeeter. That was funny because on Tory's whole his new album, his whole promotional yeah, rollout with puppet, the puppets, right? yeah. the puppets on the cover, his puppets. So that was you know a shot at what he's doing now. He said, if you want attention, Tori, you're going to have to pay for it, for me for it. Yeah. That's funny. All these hoes love me, but you sucking niggas hate me for it. Uh, I'm skipping the, the shots and the bullets and all that. Yeah, again, the generic shit. He did that, too. All you do is cry. You a child. You my baby boy. You call yourself Tori after Notorious Big. Biggie turning in his grave when he hears your shit. I don't even think you could even ever come up, can come compare your shit. Let's see that real quick. Yeah, I'm looking at it around. So that's interesting, right? So Tory Lane's real name is Daystar Peterson. This is from Genius, by the way. Tory went by the pseudo by the um pseudo name Notorious before. So that's why he used to go by. So I guess that's the the line that he's saying. You call yourself Tory after the notorious big. Yeah. Biggie turning his grave when he hear your shit. <laughs> that like that was that was hard. Because there's no way in hell you're gonna compare Tory Lane to Biggie. Sorry. Yeah. Don't even try it. Your regular soft and sweet niggas think that you candy. And he says that right after, yo. Don't 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 think you don't don't ever think that you could ever compare your shit. Like, and this right here, right? He's like, um, little girls and kids, only ones who feel your shit. I skipped the plaques on my way to the Grammy. So that was tough because, yeah, the people getting Tory Lanes, even even Joe Budden said this shit on his podcast because I know they talked about Tory's album a little bit. And they were like, you know, did you listen to it? And I remember Joey was like, I heard it, but it's not for him. Like, he feels like it's more for the younger crowd. Okay. Right? And I felt that way when I listened to the album, too. It wasn't for me. It wasn't bad. You know what I mean? I'm not going to shit on it, but it's not for me. Um, And I also like how he directly replied to the last this, where he was just like, yo, you know, I got five plaques. You don't have any, even yeah. though he does. He's saying, yo, I'm skipping the plaques on my way to a Grammy. Like, yo, you can have your platinum plaques. I'm trying to get that Grammy. So that was a cool, you know, direct response to that. You really think you can scam me? This made me laugh. And you got identity issues. Niggas think you a tranny. Yeah, that, that was funny. That was just a little ha-ha line. And again, yo, the director replies. This is where I give points in battles, like, a lot. Your niggas really convinced you that you think you can scam me. That was back to the whole light skin, yeah. you know, nigga line that, that Tory was saying in his shit. Tearing Hold on, rewind that. Rewind that. Because he starts off earlier. Tory, tell us why you always got to lie in your rhymes. I know you're keeping up with lies and get tiring sometimes. And then he goes. Yeah. You're not a G and deep down you want to hide sometimes. Staring at the sunshine and starting to cry sometimes. Your real name's Day Star. 
You've been dying to shine. That was a tough play on his name, right? They star, shine. You've been dying to shine. And when you sing, you kind of sound like you're dying sometimes. That shit was hilarious. But yeah, like, yo, Tori, oh, he's talking all this fucking G shit and all these diss tracks. Like, fucking 75% of the bars is fucking, you know, fucking gun bars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, very generic shit. So I'm, I'm glad Joyner brought, brought that up. He make the type of tracks that have me feeling silent inside. Nobody take you serious. Put all the violent aside. Again, to yeah. what I just said. Like, you talking all this recklessness. Nobody's taking you serious. Like, stop that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then here he, he he exposes some. So, I don't follow Tori. So, I'm not aware of this. I I became aware following this this battle that the stuff Joyner does mention now is public information. information. I didn't know it because I don't follow Tori. But I'll let you take that from there. Uh, um, the Kendrick stuff? Nah, when he says, okay, let's talk about your plagiarism that you hate to mention. Or talk about the hate you give into the greats you dissing. So the hate you give into the greats you dissing, he's talking about, he's been talking crazy about Kendrick and Cole. He has, he has. And we'll I'm get into that after. And that writer who wrote your shit still ain't get paid on that Don't Die record. You should probably go pay the nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're not aware that this is out there, which I didn't, that's like, oh, oh shit. Like, yeah, exactly, right? And then you got this, and we're going to check this out real quick. And how the fuck you talk about Kendrick when he a legend? Then go bite the nigga style on your record right at the ending. On 4 a.m. flex, 2 minutes and 50 seconds, sounds exactly like the art of peer pressure. Go take a listen. I'm going to pause this podcast you got for it, a second. Yeah, you got it right. I'm going to check that out. And I, and I am very familiar with Good Kid, Mad City. Yes. And Art of Peer, peer Pressure is one of the hardest one tracks. One of the hardest there. tracks on the album. So... I will recognize that right off the bat. Give us one sec. We just heard we just heard the the 4 a.m. track that and Joyner references. Off the jump. First two seconds, not as even. As soon as he starts, down to the cadence, is mimicking Kendrick's cadence. He's telling a different story, obviously. But then even the way it cuts into the skit part. It it even the beat, bro. Yeah. The voice, the beat, the skit, um, the way it cuts. Um there's still some parts of the song that kind of give me a remembrance of of uh, Art of Peer Pressure. He, he, you know, references the cars and, and the such. I don't know. The, the sound in the field comes right off the bat. Yeah, bro. the content is, is different, obviously. The story he's telling is different from what Kendrick is saying on Art of Peer Pressure. But sonically, it sounds fucking identical. His cadence is the same as Kendrick's. His voice inflections, the the beat, the, the way it was structured, it, that's crazy. Yo, bro, that's, yo that's points funny. to join it for, for that shit. See, it's shit like that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are, like, probably Tory fans probably don't listen to Kendrick like that, and they probably miss that song, so they probably won't catch the reference. Go revisit yeah, but join Kendrick is, Lamar. Yeah, Joyner's is blowing pressure. it up. So I hope people that listen to this are listening to these two songs, and they're like, damn, Joyner, Joyner got him. Um, you inspired by the niggas you name dropped. So, again, he's talking shit, but clearly there's inspiration there. This was funny, too. When I saw you on Flex, I gave props. When we found out... You stole Don Q shit from the train stop. He thought you would fly to the plane drop. That was cool. Did he? Did he? Did he stole something from from Don Q? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, Tory Lanez appeared on Hot 97, hosted by Funk Flex in November 2017. Freestyled over Nas's Uchi Wally. Fans noticed that Tory had very very similar bars to those of New York rapper Don Q. Let's take a look at these bars. Lanes defended himself immediately, saying, I didn't steal anything. None of the punchlines they showing are the same. Niggas trying to expose mans for similar words. Get out of here, fam. What about the whole eight minutes of flame that mans trying to discredit, run up with the floor shit, because then let them blah, 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 whatever. Donkey stay quiet. 
But close friend and collaborator Cassidy Uh-oh. tweeted out after hearing about the situation, yo, Don Q, that nigga Tory Lanez owes a check for them bars he stole. That's hilarious. That's funny. I'm sorry if if so I, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get nerdy with y'all, right? In academia, when when you're writing a paper, if you paraphrase another author's work, you still need to cite it. Yes. So if if Tory Lanez's defense was, oh, you want to get at me for using similar words, <laughs> that's the equivalent of paraphrasing. So yeah. That's like how many times take, you know, people take uh, famous Biggie flows and Biggie lines and just change a couple words up, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I mean, obviously they're paying homage, but you recognize, yo, that's a Biggie line. They, Mm -hmm. you know, that happens a lot with J too. People take a lot of J or even M. Rakim is like probably the most borrowed from MC out there, right? Like if you're familiar with, with Rakim's discography, you will recognize so many similar bars in other artists' shit. So yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, Tori, nah. Another expose from Tony Lucas on the fucking record. Um, and then he gets into um, he's like ugly motherfucker trying to stun in the tank top. It's no wonder why they used to feed your ass with a slingshot. That was funny. And then he goes into a part of the song that I find yeah, you like this shit where he actually does the sunning part right, and he puts him in the corner and. He goes off on him. Mm, I, f- I have mixed feelings about it. I love what he did, but some of the bars... This is where I feel like some of the bars are a little bit juvenile. Again, he's talking to a child, right? True. You can't... You, <laughs> I, mean, I guess. Yeah. And, and, and the shit that he says is something you would tell your, your child, bro. You yeah, know what I'm saying? True. He tells him what he says. Uh, it's the last time I buy you a ring pop. Sit down, you're on punishment, and don't get up till you see me. You know, you ain't touching the TV, no more video games, phone, 3D, no more boombox for your weak-ass yeah, CD. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. And he goes on. I mean, we could sit here and, rap, you know. Nah, there's a couple ones that had me, yeah, yeah, me lying, though, right? No more rapping. Give me a pen and paper. No more lying to the people on how you the biggest gangster. That was funny. Um, then he says, I'm going to get real Joe Jackson in a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, Joe Jackson is, is infamously known for having beat his children. Yeah. So that shit was funny to me. And this is Joe Jackson from the Jackson family. Let's just be clear on who we're talking about. <laughs> um, So that shit was funny. Go get your juicy box out of the refrigerator. Going to bed at 8 o'clock and not a minute later. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he just... He's... Then he gets at him for claiming Toronto and says, you know, you're not from Toronto. Put that on the Bible. Uh, he says, nigga, you from Brampton. Go spin the bottle. Uh, and then the rest of it was kind of generic. I bombed the ghetto, I brought the shovel, I burial you little Ninja Turtles, you Donatello, you soft as Jello, you must be gone off the Amaretto. Uh, so the rest of it is kind of... He's like, eh. and my freestyle is killing your originals. Yeah, that was tough. Because, yeah, you, you would try to shit on him for him getting big off his freestyles off other people's shit. But he's like, yo, my my my, my jocking people's beats was harder than anything original you put out. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, I thought that part that you was rapping, you know, he starts chopping it and he shows cases of his skills. And then I like how he did the ending because he was just going, he was just chopping and, and rabbity rap, as you would say. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, <laughs> you could tell, like, you know, it was just funny. Like, he was like, ah, enough of this. Yeah. And then this is the last, like, hard bar for me. He's like, I'm Bob Dylan. I'm John Lennon. I'm authentic. Yeah, Which, you know, we've we've said, like, yo, Joyner Lucas is definitely an authentic MC and artist. So, yeah, I mean, we broke down those those bars. You let us know how, how you feel. But honestly, I feel like Tori, 
definitely had a couple great shots, but the bulk of Tory's records were just generic gun talk and nothing creative. Yeah, he didn't showcase no lyrical skills. I mean, he chopped, and like I said, I, I give credit to that because that is a skill. Yeah, he definitely showed he could but, rap um, fast for sure. Like what, he has he has a different flow than what we know him to have, which was dope to hear from Tory. Wasn't really saying much. But when you look at the content for a rap battle, yeah, he wasn't saying much. Maybe but if again, it was a, a, a freestyle like a, a Lucy that he threw out, you know, not including it being a rap battle, maybe he would have got away with it. You know, for a freestyle, he's just showcasing and showboating, which is fine. All right, that's what you do on freestyles and stuff. Yeah, like, again, like, don't get us wrong. It's, it's dope to know that Tory has that in his arsenal to be able to spit, you know, with that with that level of rhyme schemes. Because the rhyme scheme was, I don't, I don't want to say complex because it wasn't that deep. But he, he rhymed a lot of words really fast, mm-hmm. which is a skill set that... But he rhymed it with majority of one word, like we talked about, right? Yeah, nigga around, you know, he had those moments... I, I don't give points for that. Um, I'll, I'll I'll be nice and give him some credit for that. Just because I didn't expect that from him at all. But again, when you look at the content, Joyner's compared to Tori's. Joyner was way more creative with it. He was funny with it. He still maintained, you know, the rhyme schemes and all the technical skill. I just feel like Tori was super generic with most of his shit. The, the, the bars where Tori did get creative were good. Like, those were like, oh, shit. Like, that was tough. He caught him. If there would have been more of that, I think it'd be closer. I think I think Joyner flamed them though. Yeah. What do you guys think? Leave a comment in the comment section below. Who do you think won this rap battle? Um, did you hear the songs? What are your favorite bars from any one of the artists? Leave a comment in the comment section below and let us know. Yeah, yeah. The last thing we want to get into is Tory Lane's comments on Kendrick and Cole. Yes, there was a comment. I think he was on uh, Facebook Live or Instagram Live. One of the two social yeah, I think media. He's been doing Insta lately. And I guess a fan asked him or somebody asked him or it might have been a question on his mind. But he was um, talking about how he feels, you know, he can run circles around, you know, the J. Coles and the Kendricks and anybody lyrical, rapidly rap, out of pocket. He feels that he can outdo everybody. That's what we need to say. You got to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, I want to break that down a little bit, too, because he said he said something about, you know, flow. He can outdo people in the pockets and all that. No, you can't. When you're talking about, you know, flow and pocket. Kendrick and Cole are definitely top of that. I think Cole is way better with his pockets. Cole has that melody, that like melodic style in his arsenal. He can do it. He's done it, right? He's done it. Um, and then when you're talking about rapping around people, like in a straight battle, honestly, I don't I don't give a fuck if you're in the pocket like that. It'll make you it'll make you this sound better. Yeah, I mean, but check at it the out. end of the day, we're looking at what you're saying. Check it out, right? Let, let's just talk about To Pimp a Butterfly. Wasn't they teaching that in like school? That album? Yeah, he won um Right? He won a fucking so Pulitzer Prize Award for just, that shit. Let's just talk about that album for a quick second, right? Pulitzer Prize, bro. If if Tory was as good as he's claiming he is, I'm not taking the man's talent, but I'm I'm going off of what he said recently about, you know, he could run circles around the Kendricks and the J. Coles. Why haven't you put out an album that moves like that? You ready for this? I'm listening. He gave you the answer and is this record to Joyner. He told Joyner to dumb it down to so, sell records, bro. Well, I mean Which doesn't make sense because these dudes who aren't dumbing it down well, maybe, maybe, are selling records. Maybe to Tory, Kendrick is just another Fifi. It's just another six nine bars like he compared Jarner to. If if that's the case then you need to go revisit. Well, you need to talk to that man. And I am talking to you. If you ever hear this story, I am mm-hmm. talking to you. You need to go revisit 
uh, Kendrick's work. He needs to go revisit J. Cole's work and then come back and say you can outdo them. It's cool if you, you know, you... Even Joyner Lucas admittedly said he cannot outdo Kendrick and J. Cole. And Joyner Lucas has Grammy-worthy records like I'm Not a Racist, like Frozen, like... Well, I think those are the only two I'll probably put in that category. But Joyner has these high-level caliber of lyrical, you know, storytelling tracks. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, you're not you're not gonna do it. Especially with the content we just broke down. Like you if you if you're trying to rap Kendrick and Cole, you're gonna have to come way harder than that. Cause they'll hit you with fucking four bars that we could write essays on. Hell yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? So keep talking that shit. I'm I'm hoping I know Cole won't say shit. That's that's what it is though. He's he's just talking his shit, man. He's just talking so, his shit. You know. Uh yeah, nah. You're not touching Kendrick. You're not touching Cole. I think Joint Joiner flames you if you really look at what what was being said in those records, at least to us anyway. Who the fuck are we though, right? So exactly. Huh? You know, to everybody listening, y'all let us know what y'all feel. And yeah, so that was the Joiner, Lucas, and Tory Lanez battle breakdown. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Let us know what y'all think in the comments below. If we missed something out and you guys want to touch up on, like, you know. We, we talking the, our shit. Feel free to talk yours. We dropped the bar. <laughs> we missed the bar or something. And, you know what I'm saying, you you guys point it out, man. Drop it in the comment section below. And let us know. We'll revisit if need be. Yeah, yeah. On part two, we will be discussing the whole Takashi 6 9 situation. Uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be dropping that this week as well as part two of this episode. Because we don't want to kill y'all with two hours of content in one shot. We love y'all. Thank you so much for the support. Again, please subscribe, like, share. Let us know we like you like what we're doing. You know. Stay live. Yeah, yeah. Stay live. Peace. Love. One.